Yeah, um, I think it really just goes around um, everybody helping to keep everybody else safe. Um, and I, I think starting from the top, um, the most important thing to realize is that uh, swimming after consuming alcohol puts your life at risk. Uh, I think mm. that South Africans are used to now not uh, drinking and, and driving. Uh, and I think that we really need to settle into the same mindset uh, when you go to a river, a dam, a lake or a beach. Uh, alcohol really does put your life and those who you are with at risk. Swimming mm. at beaches where lifeguards are on duty um, is absolutely critical. Um, I think that the majority of people find it very, very difficult to uh, spot rip currents and understand how they work. And rip currents are the single biggest danger that people face when going to the beach. Uh, and considering that uh, today is the start of our massive summer holidays, I think many, many people will be moving to the coast. Um, so uh, not going to or going to a beach where lifeguards are on duty and swimming within the safe area that they make is critical. Look for their red and yellow flags. And that way you'll be kept safe and you won't have to worry about rip currents. Um, so mm. I, I also think that certainly in, in Cape Town and I think in a number of other places, cold water swimming has been, been, become a very big thing. So for those who are mm. not acclimatized uh, to cold water, um, be careful. Hypothermia gets you very, very quickly. So you need to acclimatize and you can't just get into cold water and, and then go for a swim. And always use mm. a tow float or some sort of emergency flotation with you um, if you're swimming um, away from the shore where you can't stand. Um, if you get into difficulty in any water, don't panic. Flip onto your back and float. Um, the easiest way to, to, to do that is to remember that your lungs are like a big float, like a football. So if you yeah. suck in a whole lot of air into your lungs, you will stay afloat very easily, even if your legs um, sag down. On your back, suck in as much air as possible, stay calm, and then move back towards shallow water. Uh, the yeah, national you also mentioned. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry. You also mentioned Andrew about wearing bright clothing, especially for children at the beach. Absolutely. So that's critical. Um, uh, every year, so many children are lost um, on the beach, and uh, the, the various surf, um, the various people who work on the beach, lifeguards particularly, um, land up looking after the children and trying to find their their parents. Um, yeah. So if children are wearing bright clothing, uh, you can see your child. Uh, and, uh, of course, that's an absolutely critical point. Drowning yeah. is silent. You have to be watching your children. You have to be watching somebody to know that they're going to get into mm -hmm. difficulty. Exactly. Now, tell me, why are there no pink boys at our, at our beaches? Russia, I can't really answer that one. You would need to speak mm. to Nelson Mandela Bay uh, municipality about that. But what I can okay. tell you is that um, Nelson Mandela Bay is the only municipality in South Africa that don't have pink boys. Um, and uh, it really baffles me. I, I think 
the um, the explanations that I've heard for it are uh, are not logical, and I, I think that it's all overthought. Um, I, I would okay. like to break it down extremely simply by um, saying, if your child is drowning in front of you in the ocean, what are you going to do? Stand there and watch them drown, or are you going to go into the water and try and rescue that child? So hmm. that, in fact, is where this project was born out of. There, um, I read a, a news story and saw an absolutely tragic picture of a mother and her two daughters holding a photograph of her husband who had drowned when he went into the water to try and rescue his 11-year-old daughter at Glen Tana uh, mm. on the garden route. So um, what, what happened there is a 41-year-old man. He sees his 11-year-old daughter getting into difficulty in a rip current, and he goes in to try and rescue her. And as happens so often in the, uh, these rescues that we, we call uh, peer rescues, he became extremely tired, he was unable to float, and he drowned. The child uh, was younger and fitter and survived. Uh, and this hmm. is not a one-off story. It happens again and again. No, there's many he, other. He there's a, definitely many other stories that we can can talk about. But Andrew, just that number again for the NSRI, or you know, just for emergencies. Who can we call? So the the general emergency number for South Africa is one one two from your mobile. One one two. That's correct. Perfect. Thank you so much, Andrew Ingram from NSRI. We, we thank you for just alerting us and, and informing us and educating us this morning. And we're wishing you a awesome and wonderful festive season. Thanks very much to you and your listeners. Let's keep each other safe. Your digital library experience. Podcasts from algoafm.co.za.